This year, 2022, marks 50 years since the federal civil rights law, Title IX, went into effect. John F. Kennedy College in Wahoo, Nebraska, embraced women's sports early, recruiting and even offering scholarships to athletes years before Title IX. Arguably, as a result, they won not only the first ever Women's College Softball World Series in 1969, but they successfully defended the title in 1970 and 1971. Hello, I'm Chris Lay, the Podcast Operations Manager for Lee Enterprises, and in this episode of Behind the Headlines, our host Terry Barr is talking with Nancy Garter, a reporter for the Omaha World-Herald, and Kathy Buell, who played catcher for JFK College in those pre-Title IX years and, notably, remains the only JFK alum from any year who's been inducted into the Nebraska Softball Hall of Fame. We will have links to Nancy's articles in the show notes, and if you want more great Title IX coverage, all you need to do is go one episode back to find Terry's conversation with Henry Cordes, also of the Omaha World Herald, whose work combing through federal data on Division I colleges revealed a broad failure to apply the law equitably. As always, if you appreciate what we're doing with this program, we encourage you to invest in local journalism and support whichever newspaper it is that serves your community. And now, after this short break, here's Terry Barr with Nancy Garter and Kathy Buell. Thank you, Chris, for that uh, wonderful introduction. Now, Nancy is here with me. Now, Nancy, I'm going to jump right into this. The Omaha World Herald shared a, well, quite a few stories on the impact of Title IX after 50 years. But this particular story highlighting the efforts at JFK College in Wahoo, Nebraska, this is absolutely an amazing story. Let me ask you, why did you decide it was important to report on this small college and share this with your readers? I think the story speaks for itself. It's a monumental injustice, not just to this college, but to women in general, that the idea that um, women aren't worthy of athletic scholarships uh, and that women can't be considered competitors. So the story is, uh, it speaks for itself and it was just waiting for someone to write it. This happened during the 60s and the 70s. Obviously that is pre-Title IX, but the championship softball team, women's softball team was already well underway then. And, you know, you talked to a lot of people about this. Um, and I guess, were you surprised to find out what a powerhouse the school had when it came to softball, including Kathy, who is also with us? But, but Nancy, tell me a little bit about what surprised you and what made you really want to dig into this. I think what surprised me most about this story is that it just kept going and going. If you turn a page, there's another fascinating angle from how hard these women worked and just how hard their jobs were, how many hours they put into not just their softball, but for paying their own way, how much fun they had, how competitive they and their coach were. People compare it to a league of their own. But it truly is just like that. It was like a movie unfolding before me. Each time I talked to someone, I, I couldn't believe what I was hearing. So it was, it was absolutely fascinating. The women couldn't have been more accommodating and, and uh, more helpful in telling the story. And I don't want to keep um, saying this was the 1960s and 70s, but I think people need to realize it really was a different time. And women 
uh, sports in particular didn't get a lot of support. So Kathy, I want to ask you, you were a team leader of this softball team. You also played catcher. And um, I understand you are still the only member of this champ- championship team that has been um, inducted into the Nebraska Hall of Fame. So on all of those notes, what did you think when Nancy contacted you and wanted to tell your part of the story? It was like I was waking up for a dream, something that I had hoped for, but long ago gave up on thinking it would ever come to fruition. Uh, As you said, there are so many stories to tell. And I just thank Nancy for following up and investigating. And she just kept going. When you think back to that time, what stands out, Kathy? What stands out about it to you? I played all four years and caught every single game. Uh, the the things that stand out the most, I Don Joe, I met him in the, when I was in the sixth grade and his son was in the sixth grade. And my mom talked him into coaching our softball team in Fremont, Nebraska. Uh, then he was the only coach I had all through high school. And then he told me about this college opportunity. And what stands out is when I realized as a senior in high school, I could go on to college and continue to play softball for Don Joe. And he had such a gift of gab. He would paint a picture that was easy to believe in, and we did. So what stands out for me was the moment I realized my softball days aren't over in high school. I can go on. And um, wow, did you, did you ever, I mean, did you ever think going to college to play softball would also bring you all those championships, but then also a little bit of uh, turmoil at the same time. Yeah. The, the championship, we were more into one day at a time than thinking about championships. We were more into, okay, I've got to work out in the uh, cornfields or the bean fields for eight hours in the blazing sun before practice or before a double header. Where am I going to eat? And, and that kind of thing. So rather than thinking of championships, Coach Joe kept us in the moment. We're worried about this inning right here. Your job is to worry about this pitch, not the one you missed, and stay at it. And he, he was just a master at that. He sounds like a great human, definitely. Yeah, what a motivator, yeah. And at the perfect time. Wow. Now, Nancy, JFK College and the, uh, of course, very winning women's softball team we're talking about. This was way ahead of its time. Can you tell us a little bit, though, about the problems related to the scholarships and, and what actually happened with that? What did you learn? Well, there was a huge debate whether women should be entitled to scholarships and athletic scholarships. And, and, and it's, it's inconceivable to me that that would even be up for debate. It's inconceivable for me. So I guess the teams that fought against women's scholarships, the colleges that fought against women's scholarships were colleges that would have refused to fund them. So there was really a level of hypocrisy that accompanied this whole issue that I didn't get into in my story. You know, JFK was willing to pay the money and they had no money to pay these scholarships compared to big schools like UNO and UNL and and Iowa. They had money, but they chose not to invest it in women. But those were the level, those were the colleges that kicked, um, not Iowa, it would have been Nebraska schools that kicked JFK out. And so there was just this real 
underlying issue that to me um, was unseemly. Kathy, I guess hearing Nancy say that, um, how did you feel about the way um, maybe yourself and your teammates were treated? You know, on the field, we were treated like heroes. Uh, moms and dads would tell us that their little girls idolized what we were doing and that kind of thing. But then there was this underlying notion that if we, for example, if there was a chance that we were receiving monetary help to go to college, that there was something wrong with that. Wow. And that was, that was brought to point when I was brought before a board at the University of Nebraska, along with Don Joe, and questioned about whether or not I was receiving a scholarship. And I had to kind of dance around the question, quite frankly, because back then the powers that be said, no, women cannot have any sort of monetary help. And it was just a tiny scholarship, a few hundred dollars. But back then it was a big deal. And I was questioned by this board of the experts at the University of Nebraska. And they said, do you get a scholarship? And I said, yes, I do. And they said, well, what is that scholarship for? And I said, it's an activity scholarship. And the moderator said, well, what are you required to do for that activity scholarship? And I said, I am required to be active. And it ticked them off. They thought I was playing around with them, but I didn't have to answer anything else. What happened after that? I mean, did you get to keep competing? Did those schools then say, we don't want them in competition? How did this end? And Kathy, I'll I'll ask you first, what happened as your school years in college were coming to a close? What did you see? Don Joe was an expert in protecting his team and keeping us focused on what our goals were. He didn't share with us the fact that these big universities were coalescing behind our backs and trying to get us kicked out. He did not share that with us. We didn't know. He wanted to stay focused. He was a genius at that. So I graduated in 71. It wasn't until 72 that they yanked JFK off the field. And I had already graduated. I had already gone. So again, to Don Joe's compliment, he protected his girls. We didn't really didn't know. Other than that questioning, when I had to go before the board and, and be questioned, I guess it was Division of Girls and Women's, uh, Nancy would know, <laughs> National Women's Sports or something. But they all had their noses in the air and oh, getting a scholarship. How disgusting. And, well, you know, it's not so bad to tell you the truth. I would say, oh, my gosh. So, Nancy, um, this has ended up being a really popular story for your readers. Um, And it's how I ended up having this as a suggestion for a topic, which I think is is terrific. So congratulations on on your great reporting. What kind of reactions did you receive personally, professionally? Well, I received great reactions, but I wanna make one really quick point. This softball team got kicked out of its shot at a fourth College World Series win because the college's basketball team gave scholarships. So women were pulled from World Series competition because basketball players were getting scholarships. That's how much the powers that be fought against funding athletic scholarships for women. Oh. And so I think, it, I think it resonates. I think the reason it's popular is because it's about injustice. It's about conflict. It's about heroic effort. It's everything that makes a story phenomenal. This, this has it all, and it's true. And, and like I said earlier, 
every time I heard a new story, I said, this can't be true. This can't be true, but it is because it, it's just a phenomenal story with just really talented, aggressive, committed women who, who believed in themselves and, and uh, were up against a wall. Wow. That was, uh, it was a David and Goliath type of thing, I guess. Absolutely. It was. Are you happy that people really came forward and, and let you know what they thought of this story and um, that they actually cared about it. Oh yeah. 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 I, I, I would love to see this team get the recognition that it deserves at a future women's college world series or somehow, you know, there are other women on that team that should be in the Nebraska hall of fame. Yep. There are members of that team who should be in the softball hall of fame. They've earned their place. And it's really about, it's not just about them. It's about how do you regard women and how do you value women? And do you just say, well, you know, that was the before time. So those women don't count. Or do you say women matter and let's acknowledge this phenomenal effort? Oh, absolutely. Kathy, what do you think um, or what do you hope actually that people remember from this story? What would you like to see happen? As Nancy just pointed out, to be recognized at a national level at the Women's College World Series would be wonderful for the JFK program. As I look back, I know I was surrounded by phenomenal women athletes, and I know that. That was a gift that I don't know how it happened, but it was all based on uh, motivation and skill. So I guess what I'd, I'd like to see happen would be recognition for our for our program, and an appreciation, the women that play the sport today, an appreciation for what a lot of them don't have to have to deal with. They have batting coaches, they have pitching coaches, they go to, you know, winter leagues and all of this stuff, just for them not to forget to say thank you. Just thank you. Kathy, thank you. <laughs> thank you for sharing your story with Nancy, and thanks to both of you for bringing this to light. It's not always easy, but after talking with both of you, I appreciate this even more. And I wish you both the best, and I hope that this can come forward, that there is some kind of recognition and celebration. And um, thank you to both of you for taking time to talk about this today. Thank you, Terry. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Behind the Headlines. The show is produced and recorded by Terry Barr and edited by me, Chris Lay. We're out there on every podcast platform imaginable, so we'd love it if you would take a moment to subscribe and give us a review wherever it is that you happen to get your shows. As always, if you appreciate what we're doing with this program, we encourage you to invest in local journalism and support whichever newspaper serves your community. I'm Chris Lay, and for Terry Barr and myself, thank you so much for listening to our Behind the Headlines podcast from Lee Enterprises.